0: Hey, it's Coley, and you're listening to Still With You. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Still With You. I am so glad that you are here, whether this is your first time listening or whether you're a returning friend. I'm so thankful you're here and I hope that this is a place that you can always come to to be refueled, inspired, and just poured into with Christ's love. We are three days away from the 4th of July and I actually have some big news for the podcast and it has nothing to do with Independence Day or anything 1776 related. Definitely not that big, but big to me. Finally, we have our first guy on the podcast. About time, right ladies? Well, today I'm introducing you to my brother Bennett Stock. He is a soldier in the United States Army and he has been my life inspiration and best friend since I was born. I promise you I am not biased in saying that you're gonna love hearing what he has to say. He is a guy who I truly admire and look up to. As I was saying, he's like the golden child of our family because anything he does, just he just stars at. It. And it's truly because he has his heart set on the Lord. I'm just going to let you guys listen to our little conversation that we had over a few weeks ago while he was on leave. Meet, meet the first dude on the show, my brother, Bennett Stock. He goes by Ben, or I call him Jamie, but Please, I only want to be the one who calls him Jamie. I have the first male guest on the show. This is my brother Ben Bennett.
1: Yep. Howdy, folks.
0: How do you feel about being on the show?
1: I'm excited. Very excited and following the show, and I'm glad finally I get a shot. I mean, a while <laughs> back we recorded one and never actually figured out what. It wasn't appropriate <laughs> for air. I think it. I think it got went down some rabbit holes. Got. A little edgy. I was
0: still trying to figure out what content I wanted for my listeners. Cause that was like
1: episode, what, two or three? It was gonna be
0: episode two, and then all of a sudden yeah. I was like, I think three guys on the podcast, all the girls would have been scared away. You guys all, were pretty brutal. All of
1: us were very opinionated.
0: So I was like, we'll very take it, we'll take it one at a time. You first, all then right. Chris, but anyway, no, I'm so glad to have you here. So can you tell us, tell, tell us, tell the listeners, little bit about yourself, how old you are, what you do. Sure, sure. I know the answer to all of these questions. but Obviously,
1: yeah. So um, yeah, my name is Bennett James Stock. I am 20 years old. I live in North Carolina currently. I'm in the army. So yeah, I'm stationed at Fort Bragg there. I'm an infantryman. I jump out of airplanes, which is pretty cool it's pretty fun yeah, yeah I'm just
0: so casual jump out of mainly, airplanes like,
1: that's what it's what I do
0: it's so weird like I never like growing up I never thought that I knew that you were going to join the military never would have dreamed that would have been what you're doing just like being a paratrooper so weird honestly interviewing you because I know so much already like in the stories of like like, how you went from being here to doing that and, like, everything in between and, like, the minor struggles that we, like, will never have time to talk about. Mm -hmm. In a nutshell, what made you want to pursue a career in the military?
1: So anybody that really knows me knows, like, I am a true red-blooded American to my core. I am probably the most patriotic person. I'm the self-proclaimed most patriotic person of the 21st century. Like, I love America to death. So I feel that as an able-bodied male, like, it's my job to... (laughs) Volunteer to fight if she needs me a fight. So that's mainly what.
0: And she being
1: America, <laughs> America, <laughs> baby.
0: I love it so much. <laughs> As you casually drink My... coffee from a U.S. Army cup. Yeah, I'm
1: the I'm the guy in American flag ranger panties with Oakleys <laughs> on, shooting a shotgun, yelling "Yee yee!" Like I love America.
0: Yeah, I'm so like so glad you do. I'm right there with you. Like I love I love her to death, and so grateful honestly, like for what you do. I sincerely like you're actually the first service member as well on the podcast too honored thank you so much sincerely for your service i do mean that absolutely i know that sounds like so formal coming from me your sister but like i can i'm very grateful as well grateful to actually all those who serve cool so what do you do in your spare time
1: so yeah my spare time mainly consists of honestly working out i'm kind of a kind of a meathead love lifting love fitness and i like just picking up heavy stuff setting it back down
0: what's your pr
1: (laughs) my for what
0: for weightlifting, squatting, I don't know a lot about weightlifting, but, like, what's the uh, most that you've lifted?
1: most I've lifted, my best lift's my deadlift. I got 475, which isn't, obviously, any records, but...
0: That's, like, 500 pounds, though. That's, like, close. almost four I'm the, pounds. I'm on the road to
1: 500, that's what I'm trying to get.
0: That's crazy. I, like, cannot even lift, like, a pack of water to my car. <laughs> that's, like, a legit <laughs> struggle.
1: Hey, that's what you got Chris for.
0: Yeah, I know, that's true, but still, I mean... So weight li- weightlifting. What do you, what else? I know you do kayaking.
1: I like kayaking. Do some kayak fishing.
0: You're into photography too.
1: Yeah, I oh. dabble in some photography. Not as much. I don't Which... get to do that as much as I'd wish, but I do dabble in photography. Hiking. Love going out hiking in North Carolina. There um, helps kind of get you ready for like ruck marches we do for work, you know. But also, it's just fun to get out in nature. Can with you a explain pack to people
0: what rucking is because not many people know? Yeah,
1: sure. So rucking is like just part of the army where you just throw a <laughs> heavy pack on your back and start running for. 12 miles or however far
0: how much weight are you carrying when you're walking for 12 miles
1: so it can go anywhere from like standard you'll never have less than like 35 40 pounds but like i've had rugs as heavy like 90 are you kidding me no it just depends it depends on if you're just doing it t- for a workout or if you actually have a follow-on mission do you have to carry more equipment if you jumped in wherever you jumped with you. is have to that also
0: include like your weapon that you carry
1: you have to carry a weapon too helmet body armor
0: oh my gosh yeah. Tell about the truck that follows behind you when you guys go on rocks.
1: Yeah, so we always have a medical truck, call it an FLA, that falls behind us and just has dudes either like heat cat and like fall out, go down. Heat cat, I'm always throwing these words I don't like realize people don't know, but heat cats when you like overheat, like a heat casualty. Mm-hmm. And so dudes will go down from heat exhaustion or dehydration, pass out, start puking their guts up. So, we just have this medical truck that goes right behind us and just picks up these guys, pops IVs in them, takes them to the hospital as we go.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, domino down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, how to get Throw the them person. In the back. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. That sounds terrible.
1: This is part of it.
0: But, like, what's been the hardest thing that you've ever had to do so far in your military
1: career? Gosh. The hardest, like, I didn't think I could do it, or, like, man, that sucked?
0: Either or. Pick. I'm
1: trying to think of when I've had to stay up, because that's the thing. I'm, I'm always really touchy about my sleep like you can mess with anything with me i don't care but when you start taking sleep from me that's when i get
0: how long what's your record of staying up
1: i think 45 hours straight
0: what were you doing then
1: that was like in processing very first very first day in the army (laughs) and it was like your very very first first day in the
0: army couple days
1: in the army oh my uh, gosh just standing in line a lot getting stuff issued to you stuff like that
0: one story that i really want you to tell If you feel comfortable telling it and because I just want to have it like almost like I consider these podcasts like almost personal files of just like memories. Mm -hmm. And the one story that I remember you told me, it was so weird because I just read that story in the Bible is about kind of your reality of the woman with the with the oil um, who had who goes to make food. And I'm butchering this story by no, the way, no, no. but the one I, I who, the woman about. who who made who took who made the oil for the guests, <laughs> right. and she's like, I don't have enough, but the Lord always provided. But she always
1: had enough oil. She, when she always had, had enough bread. oil when yeah. she went to make bread. We had a follow-on mission. We were going to hit an objective with a high-value target, and this is all a training mission. In the yeah, like, this, real is, world. This, this is this training. is training
0: training mission. Yeah,
1: I'm okay. Not claiming to be combat veteran. We jumped in, had a follow on high-value target. We had a snag, and um. Jumped in, started our movement, and it was obviously nighttime. You know, we always run our missions at night because we have night vision. Bad guys don't. And we started our movement, which most always ends up being longer than you expect, you know? So, like, I think we had, like, a nine-click movement or something. Yeah. Nine kilometers. And, like, immediately right off the bat, I realized, you know, this is, like, it's way too hot out here, way too humid, and I did not bring enough water. Like,
0: Like, how much water did you have at
1: that moment? I had a camelback. So, I had 100 ounces. Yeah. But I was starting, like... And that's you
0: were carrying on your back?
1: Right. I had it in my rucksack on my back with the hose running out of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, like, I immediately realized, because I started sucking water down, because I was I mean, we were obviously moving. Yeah. So, I started sucking water down. I was like, I did not have enough water. Like, I did not prepare for this. I was getting worried, because, like, I did not want to go down. That was also back when I was in the mortar section, so we were carrying a mortar system with us as well. Yeah. On top of all that. A yeah. The whole mortar system. We kept going. We were on the way there to the objective. We had to set up a few times and cover advances of other troops like give us
0: a time thing like how long
1: we were walking at night we were that night we probably were walking like four or five hours okay like with all this you still have just the
0: nine ounce
1: Yeah, I still had just a camelback and uh I just honestly like I was I know it sounds like so minor but just like I was like just praying so hard I was like please just let there be another sip every time I went to go take a drink of water just let me have enough just get this sip and like I remember it just always there was always just enough water in there for me just to get a little hydration, keep going. Like after we hit the objective or whatever up, we covered-
0: Which it, it had been how long now? The
1: salt element. It had been several hours. Like sun's starting to break, you know? And, so like uh,
0: definitely 12 hours.
1: It had been, yeah, probably close to 12 hours. Oh my god! We had already hit the hit the village, high value target captured, everybody's good, end of mission. And, and what just, people know
0: is training, they treat it like the real thing. Right. So there's none of this, like, no, like hold oh, hey, on, I didn't, needs water. he needs water, no, like
1: a pause
0: in basketball practice. It's like, no, this is, this is trying to be right. as real deal as possible.
1: Right. It's realistic. Yeah. It's in the mission. At this point, we're just, everybody's like taking their helmets off, you know, taking their night vision off. and and we're just waiting for trucks come pick us up take us back and like i pulled my camel back out and like it was bone dry but it got me it got me through the part that like what i needed oh my gosh so like that's like probably one of the most prominent god winks like i've ever had like but and you said you said you were thinking about there was no way that should have lasted me that long with the rate at the rate i was drinking water
0: and you said you were thinking about that lady.
1: Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that the whole time.
0: That makes me just like get really emotional because I feel like watching you through this journey. I feel like it's always been like that. It's always been by like God has provided a way out every single time with any of this like the stages that you've been through your training mm-hmm. and processing through this. Mm-hmm. You didn't realize that you'd end up at brag, but you ended up at brag. And then like like one kid that you used to play basketball against like ends up being your neighbor or like yeah. somebody that you you went to that you saw when you were you were swearing in like ends up being your battle buddy i mean it just feels so weird that can you expand on that no
1: no i know exactly what you're saying and it is it is always super cool to look back because at the time you're kind of like god i don't know what you're doing here like this doesn't feel right but then you look back and you're like he totally had it like it's totally comes together and he it's a master plan yeah we all look at it from just our point of view where he has the whole plan yeah
0: yeah And that's the other thing is that I wanted to say is that you are so smart. Growing up, you always did so well in school. They felt like things really came. I know they didn't come easy for you, but they felt like they did. Like, you're very creative, but at the same time, like, you're super athletic. It still is that way today. Like, you're very, like, didn't you read, like, the. Mo- what did you read? The, Mo- the thing in Monte Cristo? The
1: Count of Monte Cristo.
0: The con- yeah, like, you're reading, like, books like that, and then. It's a good book. Oh, and you know what you introduced to me was you introduced Finish to me by John A. Cuff. Like- I will
1: plug that book till the day I die. That is a great book.
0: That is. I, I read the- That was, like, read the it. first book that I read this January. And it is so good and you like you always just feel like you push me to become a better person always every time i'm with you i always want to feel like i need to be like living my best life on like all levels cuz i feel like you do that really well
1: i try to i really My sister here, the host of the show. I don't know how I'm supposed to address you. Coley, (laughs) Coley, Coley will vouch for me. I really don't like talking about myself. Like I'm more the kind of guy. No, he doesn't.
0: It was a struggle to do this. I'll just
1: sit back and listen to other people because I always, I subscribe to the idea you don't learn anything by running your mouth. I've always had respect for the quietest person in the room, but I try to surround myself by people that want you to use every single day to push themselves to be better whether that be physically with fitness mentally making themselves smarter emotionally stronger any type of just making themselves better i honestly like this is probably just the military coming out of me but i don't really appreciate weak people i don't have room for weak people and i know that sounds brutal but i feel like there's no reason not to be strong yes i try to surround myself with people that try to get better every single day Always be the hardest worker in the room because, yeah, you might not be the most talented, but you just don't shortchange yourself. You can outwork anyone. That's on you.
0: Can you tell about how you, you, you your hand bled the other day? Oh. No, it just honestly shows like... It's, like, it's minor, it, No, but it shows what confidence you almost had in yourself. I,
1: it makes me sound arrogant. I'm, I promise I'm not an arrogant guy. I'm he's just not. Like, he's really not. So it's such a minor thing, but it meant so much in my head because I've been like cruising. I've been in the army a couple years now, and I've been cruising. I've never like washed out or failed something or got hurt real bad yeah. or anything like i just feel like i've had it easy you know like everything they've thrown at me i've i've taken i was just lifting the other day because i don't even i think it was like 425 i was just dead lifting and i just like a callus just rips off and my hands just start bleeding like it was it was like so small but
0: no i mean i saw the pictures the bleeds were the bleeding was not small like okay, you did yeah. you were gushing blood but on I was your like, hand it
1: totally just made me realize i was like man i'm I'm mortal, like, I'm not invincible, because up until then, I honestly thought I was, like, almost a superhero, because I didn't, I was like, I didn't, I don't believe in bleeding, like, I don't believe in it, like, I don't think I can bleed, (laughs) and I know that sounds, I know that probably sounds so arrogant and so stupid, but, like, that was just, like, the mentality I had, like, nothing can happen to me, I'm immortal, but that made me realize that I'm a man.
0: It's not me deadlifting, but how many times do I feel like?
1: Is reality check every?
0: Yeah, I get. God gives us like these reality checks. You're like, hey, like you still need me. Yeah. Very much. Very so. so be humble. Very much so, just, like yeah,
1: in, in the words of the great Kendrick Lamar, be humble. <laughs> you
0: know what I mean? We'll like put crazy. Put you in
1: your place, real quick.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. it
1: Definitely woke me up though, and I know it's so such a small incident, but I just realized I was like, I actually can bleed. Didn't think I could. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i mean like when you told me that i was like wow like i feel like i do that sometimes mine is always happens when i'm like driving i'm like you know when my car goes wrong i'm like oh wow i always thought this car was like never gonna give out on me and it's like nope just a machine can't depend on a machine yeah. you know yeah i'm also like a huge fan of your music you always pick the best music always have been right you can vouch for that that you i've always mooched off you
1: yeah We, yeah.
0: Tell us what we need to be listening to.
1: Mm, So I'm doing throwbacks right now, mainly. And I think it's just because I go through phases. So like being in Fayetteville and like oh, my Fayetteville. Fayetteville is so ratchet. Fayetteville so is ratchet. awful.
0: Like Ben told me always oh, like, there's nothing here, nothing here. And so the first visit I come out to see him I'm like, it's a, not bad here. Second so visit, like there is nothing. There's like nothing. there, i just realized that like there's nothing. We saw the highlights round one and like oh, yeah. coming back, there's nothing to do there.
1: It's very ratchet city. It's the armpit of North Carolina, I would say. But whenever I start getting on leave mentality, like my leave mindset, I'm coming home to Missouri, I start chill out, and relax, I start, my music gets more relaxed as well and not as, ag- as aggressive stuff, but, uh, yeah, so I've been doing, like, oldy stuff, like, old songs.
0: Like, Africa by like Toto. Africa by
1: Toto, <laughs> like, Poncho and Lefty, uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys probably make fun of me with my playlist right now, but I don't care.
0: Mm. The infamous clock. The infamous, yeah. This is, we're, we're at um, our parents' dining room table right now yeah. doing this real quick. Thank you so much for even letting me have time of your leave because, I mean... For sure. I know work is definitely, like, not what you want to talk about. So, what are your plans for after the military? How long have you been in? How, how long do you have until you get out, and what's after that?
1: Mm, I just hit my two-year anniversary a few days ago.
0: What's your title?
1: So, my I am a specialist is my rank. Yeah. I'm a saw gunner
0: mm-hmm.
1: for 3rd Platoon Maldoons. <laughs> We're a bunch of killers.
0: Yeah. So, Okay, so how long do you have left then?
1: So yeah, I got about two years left. Two and a little over two years left.
0: And after that, what are you doing?
1: After that, I'm going to come out and obviously I'm going to use my benefits, go to college. I mean, exactly. You're going to do so
0: well in college. I mean, you I I don't already have, have the brain a, for it.
1: don't have like a solid plan on what I want to do. Yeah,
0: but you have land. Well, yeah. You're going to come back and move.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's outside of, like, job search. I'm well, gonna t- t- talk about where you're moving. Back, move back to Missouri, probably build a house. Honestly, like, my fantasy is just to go into the woods or the mountains and just harm it.
0: Are you going to take a break when you're done? Like, are you going to take a two or three month vacation? Because that's what Chris talks uh, about. We talk about that all the time, that as soon as we're done with it all, two or three months, maybe four, nothing. Just literally do nothing.
1: I think I get so restless. You think so? I think so.
0: Right. I'm not talking about, like, blowing money, but I'm talking about not looking for a job. I mean, if something comes up, we just want to, like, use it however God wants us to use it, but really just relax. I, no, I
1: respect that for sure. I don't know. I feel like i get rec- reckless. 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 <laughs> Restless. Throwing on the idea of trying to do uh, PCT right after I get out, but... What's PCT? Pacific Crest Trail. Where's that at? It runs along the Pacific Coast, and it's, it goes California. from Mexico to Canada.
0: This is in California
1: most of it it goes from mexico to canada though
0: yeah i didn't know what states so i'm
1: throwing around uh the idea of doing that maybe or at least part of it wanted to do some like backcountry hiking honestly i don't think anything more than like two or three weeks i'd just be like let's go <laughs> you know let's do something that sounds fun. That's the thing. i love traveling so like i definitely want travel
0: especially with like all the pictures you take like you would do you i could totally see you doing that because i know there's a lot of downtime in the military and people don't always know that, that there's a lot of, like,
1: boredom. So, like,
0: what do you do for fun besides weightlifting? Like, what are you doing besides that?
1: Honestly, like, if I'm not, if I get off work, go to the gym, I'll lift. You try to use my time to keep up with people back home. I try to keep my relationship strong with people. Yeah,
0: how does that work? How do you... FaceTime
1: a lot. I FaceTime all the time.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness for that app
1: that yeah
0: and yeah we just got on where we're using Marco Polo thank you Tiffany Chin for introducing me to that Marco Polo. I'm still learning how to do that it's kind of fun yeah it's pretty fun
1: I don't really watch a lot of tv play a lot of video games not really who's your that. teams
0: though you do have a few favorite teams don't you
1: you yeah, like the Red Sox I'm actually I'm actually like a fan of Boston I like the city so like obviously I like the Red Sox I like the Celtics
0: it's on our bucket list to bucket go to list
1: go to Boston to go
0: to Boston yep, sure is. great band
1: Yep. Yeah, great city band. great city
0: great people. I'd
1: love to be there one day.
0: Oh, me too. For sure. I want to talk about the story. I don't know if you're going to let me talk about it. You want to talk about the time you almost blew your thumb off? Oh, before we even talk about that, do you remember as a kid when you, in basketball practice, you snapped your finger and you sent that photo to me and you sent it out to all of your friends of your finger like being, <laughs> like explain that story.
1: Yeah, no, we just in Do you still have or, that photo? Yeah, I got the photo.
0: Can we tag that in the notes, please? We can definitely
1: tag it in the notes. If you want to
0: see a horrific finger, like, we will put that in there. Caution. Okay, tell that story. It was just Tell that and then tell the thumb story.
1: Basketball practice. I don't know why I've always had bad luck with fingers, I guess. My, uh, dislocated a finger... And it was, like, pointed backwards pretty much, like, to the side. It was, pretty, it was pretty gnarly looking. So I just, like, I was like, cool. Just snapped a picture, and I just blasted it to everybody.
0: It was so disturbing. And wasn't you put it on Instagram, and I actually reported you? Put
1: it on Instagram, and my sister reported it.
0: Because I was like, nobody should see this. No. <laughs> it was disgusting. Like, it makes sure your- But now it's, like, iconic in our childhood. So yeah. I feel like we sh- I'll-, I'll put it out there for people if you... If you want to see it. Okay, now talk about how you almost blew your thumb off.
1: All right. So, man, I should have known you bring this up. It was during a live fire, once again, back when I was in the mortar section, and I was the gunner for the live fire, and we were shooting handheld. I don't know if any of this means anything to people because, you know, anything about 60-millimeter mortar, but we were shooting handheld, so I was literally holding the mortar tube, and this is at night, trying to look through my nods, night vision. (laughs)
0: It's <laughs> so much interpretation. I, I, just, I
1: try to interpret myself as I go. Night vision. We had, if I remember right, we had twelve rounds. We had to get out before the assault element moved onto the objective. So we're like time hack. They're just like get those rounds out, send them. I'm the gunner for this, and so we start hanging rounds. And it's like the third round. I shoot. We're on the back side of a sand berm. Base plate kicks out. So, as I shoot... What's a sand berm? It's just like a little sand hill. And we're like on the back side of it, so we're on a slope. Yes. And like, so I shot the round, and when I shot it, this was the second or third round we got out. So we still had like nine or ten left. The tube kicked back, so my hand was actually in front of the mortar tube as the round exited. Yeah. And I just feel like my thumb just go numb. Just like, I can't feel it. Like, I'm like, I don't Did you see... Were you still
0: seeing what was happening?
1: No, so I'm looking through my night vision, Mm -hmm. which is focused so I can see the target I'm shooting. Yeah. And so up close, like, if I look at my thumb, it's just all green and blurry and grainy. Can't see anything. And I'm like, I can't feel... I can't feel my hand. In my head, I'm like, my thumb's gone. Get these rounds out, and then we'll check it out and figure it out. So I'm just like, thumb's gone. Cool. Keep hanging around. So we just hung. I got got all the rounds out before the assault element moved on the objective. As soon as that last round left, I threw my nods off, and I'm like, feeling for my So you kept
0: shooting, even though you thought your thumb might be gone.
1: Yeah. Like, I got them all out. (laughs) And then I, like, started grabbing my hand with my other hand checking actually looking checking it and I was like oh my gosh so what
0: would have so if you would have just left your thumb there maybe an extra second it would have been gone
1: it was so close because I had a I had a like a bruised line streak straight up and down on my thumb from the fin of the mortar round oh my gosh so it was literally like by a hair like less than a hair it didn't rip my thumb off
0: I'm like so thankful I remember I felt sick when you first told me that story
1: it hurt it still it's still like, and
0: it is so risky like even the training like you had the friend who the other the other ben who had the didn't he have like a mm-hmm. mortar blow up in his arm yeah
1: one of my buddies had a he of mortar it was a flashbang which are non-lethal but just by chance it actually detonated flashbangs are just loud they are flash of light and it just stuns people mm-hmm. but still if it goes off on you it detonated on top of his arm it was horrendous like it shredded his arm. Yeah,
0: I saw the pictures. I showed them to my small group and they could not believe it. They yeah, were it, it was, was so scary. You would just have to pray like if you have a service member, like just from my experience being on like the sister family civilian side of it. Mhm. I feel like you just pray your person through the military mm-hmm. like it's never stop. it never stops on like praying them through like training and praying them through when they have a test the physical side mm-hmm. of it and then like the mental side like it's just like you have to pray people through because every day there's something that's stupid
1: could I can happen. only i can only speak for the airborne community and for the infantry but whenever you're doing obviously airborne and infantry and stuff like that which is more high risk if you stay in long enough it's not if you get hurt it's really when yeah and, and like your bad. knees
0: take such a beating yeah, each time your you knees, jump
1: knees are wrecked by the end of it
0: oh tell the story about when you did your first jump what happened to your glasses
1: <laughs> my first jump which was in airborne school in forbidding georgia my uh my bcgs Earth control glasses. Earth control glasses, I, yeah, what they call them. on exit of the aircraft, my very first jump ever, I was like, man, I was like, I was trying to convince myself I was praying so hard, and I was trying to convince myself, I'm like, yeah, my chute will open. Yeah, it's going to open up behind me. It'll it'll happen. Like, trying to talk myself into yep. it, because I'm like, this feels so wrong to jump from an airplane. But yeah, I jumped. As soon as I jumped, I was like, this is pretty cool, and that the jet blast hit me, and... Just like that, my (laughs) lenses on my glasses just blew out of my. Explain what the
0: jet blast is though. Like
1: yeah, so or prop blast, I guess is the proper term. So the propellers ahead of you, just the air traveling through that, the air it creates behind you, it just you jump and it just throws you behind the plane, just spinning and twirling and puts twists in your risers and everything. But yeah, so I'm floating down over this Fort Benning drop zone, which is actually an Alabama fryer drop zone. And uh, I just have frames on my face and no lenses. The lenses like were <laughs> sucked out. What would your buddy gone. say when you, they saw you? I just I just ripped them off my face and was like trying to find my way back.
0: Oh my gosh. Wow. So how many jumps have you done?
1: Uh, I'm sitting at 16 now. 16. Which includes one should jump, a helicopter jump.
0: Yeah. Have you done one at night?
1: Yeah. Most of those are night jumps. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: I always forget that. I always forget that you did. I've seen you jump once
1: mm-hmm.
0: when we came down to drop zone. Yeah, I forgot the name of it. That was amazing though. <sighs> Never seen anything like that in my life. It's really hard, like being away from family and stuff, doing this. And I just want to say that you've been awesome because, like, I feel even like we. I think what people don't know or what people are figuring out is like we are super close. Like we, we grew up. Close. Yeah, we're like only two years apart from age, and, like, we grew up, like, not, like, every other sibling's, like, I know some siblings, like, don't talk and are not, um, close, but, like, we actually hung out a lot growing up, and, like, mm-hmm. we did everything. We even played, like, baseball together, yeah, you know? Yeah, baseball, team Yeah. Like, it was so fun, and I just want to, like, thank you for that, and thank you for even, like, though we're older and, like, adulting now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you still are, like, really cool about, like connecting and really being like intentional about
1: absolutely absolutely thank you
0: yeah so anyway um yeah i think that's all i got and i know that we're getting ready to go hang out today yep i don't know what we're gonna do probably go sushi sushi and shooting
1: sushi shooting guns hopefully see the new star wars
0: yeah yep and then we got the cardinal game coming up this week yeah, I'm Sure. Yeah. you just gotta make the moments last and
1: yep. make praise moments. the
0: lord for him all the way
1: Amen.
0: Yep. All right. Thanks for having me. Yep. You want to give us the closing Airborne? Airborne. My brother and I are extremely close, and every time I hear this conversation, it makes me miss him a little bit more, but I'm so glad that we were able to capture some of the stories. This isn't even half of it. I know there is so much more that we could have shared. From the bottom of my heart, I would like to say thank you to all of our service men and women, those who are currently serving, who have served in the past, and especially to some of the families who who lost loved ones, the Gold Star families. Holidays like the Fourth of July are so much fun to celebrate, but they have so much more meaning because Of brave individuals who are willing to sacrifice everything And I am so grateful for that Before meeting Chris, I had no idea Um, Half of the stuff that goes down in the military lifestyle Some of it seems so trivial But it, it just can be so frustrating And it really takes a toll on a family And my husband serves in the United States Navy For those of you who didn't know that I don't talk about it a lot Yeah, so I just have a really big heart for military families Military moms, military dads, military children Um, just thank you guys all yeah, and thank you to my brother for being willing to come on the show and I hope that I can have him back, I mean like hopefully it's not stories relating to blowing fingers off, I mean right guys like we need all those please give him a follow on Instagram I will link his account in the show notes he's always putting out some really cool photography or just glimpses into the military lifestyle yeah and at Fort Bragg where he's at and so it's super cool also shout out to my girl Chrissy Masing for providing the most amazing background music for the podcast all links to her music and ways you can connect with her are in the show notes as well also guys if you're feeling super generous I would love that if you could please leave a review for the show or you could give a five star rating that'd be awesome that just generates more traffic for me on itunes and you know my numbers are small but my listeners are so important you know i would definitely you guys are like quality over quantity and i wouldn't trade any any of my friends for the world thank you but you know if we could just add a few more that'd be awesome too you know as always if you need to reach out to me you can do that through Instagram or my website I'm at Kohli Browning that's K-O-H-L-I-E and Browning like the rifle or you can go to my website KohliBrowning.com. so please uh, have a fun 4th of July holiday be safe have fun be appreciative of the freedoms that we all so often myself included take for granted i think i'm gonna go and uh, have a pool party slash barbecue with my friends and their family Haley and tiffany it's gonna be fun especially since i don't have any family in the area they're so kind to let me tag along and you guys know as always go into this world and be bold be brave and be you and remember that he is still with you